Guess what? I'm on Cloud City. I'm in space. Oh my god, it's crazy. How's it going, everybody? I'm Jason Ward from makingstarwars.net, and um, we got a new computer. As you can see in the right hand corner, powered by Tom's computer. Tom's computer making the show happen. It's pretty funny because when I was starting the show, the same mistakes that happened in the other show because of the laggy computer happened because I'm not used to Windows flipping the Mac buttons. So when I'm going to, to move, I'm like right clicking instead of left clicking and stuff. So thanks to this magne magnificent bastard, we got a, We got a computer that we could use. So thank you, Tom. Like it, it really, really, truly means a lot. And it's, uh, it works. I mean, look at me, I'm on Cloud City. And um, usually that wouldn't happen at all. Usually it would just be like, no, but, I'm gonna I'm gonna learn how to use a Windows computer. I haven't used a Windows computer since like Windows Seven, so it's been weird. Um, not hard or anything, just just weird. Strangely, when I went to make the featured image though, don't work. Featured images on using the web thing, 
I, I got to figure out like a workflow. I'm like trying to get stuff off off of the phone that I made to the computer, and I'm like, I'll just email it to myself. But I got to I got to get out. I got to figure it out. But I will. It, you know, I'll do it. I'll make it happen. I I I know. I think I do look extra good today, and it's thanks to to thanks to Tom. And uh, once again, Tom, thank you for for donating the computer to the show. Like it really really means a lot, dude. Like it is the, one of the nicest things anybody's ever done for the show, and you're you're a legend, man. So thank you so much. Um, Rob will be here today. Um, if he's you know if he's not a scared, oh look who it is. Hey, how's it going, dude? I was on I'm on Cloud City. <laughs> Did you know that? I'm you in space. The ice cream makers, right? Tom promised you. Six ice cream makers, so <laughs> and a dead hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. But you know, so the show's brought to you by Tom's computer, powered by Tom's computer. Thanks, Tom. But yeah, I mean, it's it's nice. It, it's working for me. It's a whole different experience. It's like a whole different life over here. I can do Star Wars shows all day now. You messed up, Tom. Because <laughs> oh, Tom's no. gonna be like, "Oh, great." Another update. He's live again. We have six hours of the Rick and Mortis. You know, <laughs> Mortis. It's gonna be like, yeah, it's gonna be like fucking Santa show. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll be about the book, about the tie-in book to Rick and Mortis. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Did you hear Ray shooting a movie out, a zombie movie out in Australia? That must mean <laughs> we've been getting yeah. stupid texts like that for the last two days. Like, mm. Yeah. yeah, there's this like weird story that pops up every six months or less. I see it every six months, and it'll be like Star Wars is filming in Toledo, and it's just like always like what, and then it's always like almost the same article, and they just change where it's at. So I think it's like a like a search engine optimization like grifter. There's something like that going on with um a woman who dog like disappeared but she spent like 57 months and found the dog on the other side of the country and it, there's no story i've 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 looked this one up you know mm -hmm. and it's just the same post with the same picture but there is no actual story so i'm like what is that yeah it's like the uh queen's gambit thing i brought up apparently that was a fake advertisement going around like people were it was it what, was a netflix no, i saw you, you you didn't bring up anything on Queen's Gambit today. What are you talking about? No, no, I brought it up last week when it was oh. uh, the week before when I was like, yeah, I thought they're making a season two because there was a season two advertisement on Facebook. I don't know. Oh. Why would anyone make a fake ad for a season two? Like, I've never, you know what I mean? Like, I have to add that to my list of, well, I guess people just make up fake ads for series that aren't coming out. Like, I don't know how that gets. Well, that never happens with Star Wars at all. As if. As if Netflix going to go, someone made a fake ad. People must be interested. We'll go make the, like, that's not how any of this works, but okay. Yeah. yeah. I know. There there was so much, so much fake Star Wars news that I don't even want to touch on it. It's just like, I don't know. Just don't need to. Who cares? You know, kind of stuff. But man. Right. They're... they're they're really like, oh man, I'm I'm not getting my AdSense dollars. I'm not I'm not getting my my super chats. And they're just like going off the deep end. Making and, up Star Wars. Well the That's the, the most the most frustrating thing though is it's just like when somebody's lied to you one hundred times, like why are you gonna Charlie Brown the football, you fucking idiots? 
You know what I mean? She's what gonna move the football. You, it's not what real. do they it's lie to you there. over over thirty five thousand times? Do you revote for them? Yes. Oh, every time. Oh, okay. Uh. Yeah, yeah. I'm an American, damn it. Come on. USA. Um there was a person on uh the youtube.com not youtube.com reddit.org and uh they had like a a a survey and um on it it gives like three descriptions for the for shows the skeleton crew one um i feel like i've seen it before but i don't know if i saw it before off the record or if it was out but does there's like one word change in it that makes me go hmm and it says skeleton crew four kids make a mysterious discovery on their home planet that leads them to get lost in a strange and dangerous galaxy so the 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 mystery for us the mystery du jour is what is the mysterious discovery is it jude law now if you want to get into that like like you know scammy jedi kind of archetype that we think that they're going to go with with them at first anyways maybe or do you know do they do they just find a ship because like like the the way it was kind of being touted was the kids just go on an adventure that's how they were it was being what explained. if what if the ships possess like christine because christine was in that skeleton crew novel Stephen king uh Stephen king wrote um gotta back it up and is it Phoebe Bridger? <laughs> yes. Okay. Phoebe Bridger's the haunted ship. <laughs> or is it Phoebe Waller Bridger? It's Phoebe, Phoebe Waller Bridger. Waller Phoebe Bridger's the uh, cute singer, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's the cute big old bitch. <laughs> um, um, what do you call it? Four kids make a mysterious discovery on their home planet that leads them to get lost in a strange and dangerous galaxy. So I, I think the uh, the most likely uh, things would be, like I said, either the ship or the Jedi. Maybe the ship and the Jedi together. You know? I mean, both, both of those things seem possible. Um, yeah, and Bespin says that the, the discovery is likely the ship. But, you know, if they do they find it with bones in it? Did we see bones in it? See, I, I have so many, like, with Skeleton Crew... It was so like in the periphery of everything that I'm like, I gotta collect my thoughts on this before I do a show. But um, wasn't it? Uh, didn't didn't we see bones? Am I am I tripping out? No, <laughs> you saw there... salad leaves from Salad the Hut. It's just little leaves. <laughs> I just don't know around. if I'm being crazy right now, though. You know what I mean? Like I I, I seem to remember there being like, but anyways, uh, that thing. leaked footage was was dreamlike, Jason. It's hard to mm-hmm. place. You know what I mean? It was like. Okay, okay, I remember one. seeing a city, but did I? You know what I mean? Like it's it's kind of wasn't the best footage. Yeah, yeah. So, so that yeah, it's so so there are bones. So they probably just find an old, an old Marie Celeste ship that just comes into port, or they just find it out in the forest. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember on the show making the joke I'm going to make now. Want to see a dead body? And then the kids go out to see the dead body, uh, boys in the hood style. But they find a space, and then they get on the spaceship. That's probably what happens. You think but, um, all the titles of the episodes will be Stephen King homages? Since we're starting with Skeleton Crew, we can. No, no, no. I don't even. Like think the name Skeleton of the droid King. is K Steen. I, I don't. 
It's good. Honestly, the Stephen King thing isn't even like the was first it, thing I think of whenever. Was I it the uh, the moat that was in Skeleton Crew? The moat. Remember the one from Creep Show too. Look at Bespin's very astute point. Skeleton Crew. Makes sense. Makes sense. They're bonafide. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, then there was a there was like two other, and thank you to the person who who shared their survey. Um, the second season continues Cassie and Andor's journey to discovery to discover the difference he can make. The series brings forward the tale of the Bajoning rebellion against the Empire and how people and planets became involved. It's an era filled with danger, deception, and intrigue, where Cassian will embark on the path that is destined to turn him into a rebel hero. So, nothing really in that one, you know? No TIE Advance versus TIE Interceptors in that one? In this one, it's all about the TIE Advance and Chewbacca. Yeah. Yeah, no. the tie, it's a tie advance. It's, look at the timeline, folks. There ain't no tie interceptors before a new hope. Come on, dude. Chewbacca. Like, um, yeah, these, these, oh. these folks are all they're all about timelines until there's something obvious and then they just break weird Star Wars kind of canon. Like, but, but will you hear me out, Rob? Chewbacca. All right, Acolyte says, Does he have was... a red arm? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's got he's got Wookie herpes that develops on the arm first. This this mystery thriller will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. A former Padawan reunites with her Jedi Master to investigate a series of crimes, but the forces they confront are more sinister than they ever anticipated. So that's pretty much almost the same. That may be the exact same thing we've ever heard. Um, they're calling it a mystery thriller. They hey, call uh, it Cassie Andor a spy thriller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard you talking about Chewbacca. And uh, hey. yeah, hey, I just wanted you to know one time uh, Peter got a space TD during the making of the first film, and we called him Chew Herpes for about six weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we yeah. got HP three PO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it never HP. got old for me, you know. HP three PO. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to make it work. It's not working, yeah. George. George, it doesn't work. Yeah, you, th- you think I wouldn't talk to a guy that tall? But I had Peter Pross by the balls, or David, Pross, whatever <laughs> his name. You know, the leaker. Yeah. You know, yeah. the leaker. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, nice, nice, stupid show. All right. Thanks. Glad Thanks. you finally got a, a. You got a computer. Good, good for you. Your, appreciate your honesty. So thanks to Tom. Yeah, thanks, thanks Tim. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna tell him when, when when Rob gives me the image, it's all powered by Tim's computer. I'm like, Tim, it's Tom. He's like, yeah, same diff. <laughs> I told you, I see letters as color, and O's and I's are very. They're like off white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you been eating any magic muffins from Echo Park on accident, buddy? Nope. <laughs> but yeah um in terms of the like like i was saying like the uh rumors and whatever um don't really buy into anything at the moment at all at all um talk to somebody say i talked to somebody and um 
not a lot is really transpiring at the moment. Like things aren't really going at anywhere near 100% yet, but yeah, I mean, there's still an actor strike and it's the end of the year, which normally they're, they're prepping for shutdown anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's like, I mean, yeah, generally there's some, some, there'll be pre-planning for scheduling for, but that all, that ain't happening. So yeah, that I imagine any work that would have normally been done between August in November will now be done between January and March if a deal is signed in the next two weeks, you know? Yeah. But they, I mean, and like when it, when it comes to just generally general, the general production stuff, um, those idiots are the last people needed too. Right. But you still do have to schedule out them to be there. Right. You still mm -hmm. have to have to hire the people to turn up and uh, act in your show. So yeah, I, I would imagine that yet they can think it's a shame kind of get going but if lucas could get around hiring people you know he would what's what's wrong timmy harris what's wrong <laughs> he's like fuck these guys like, <laughs> <laughs> <all>, never mind <laughs> he got a sticker all right you got a little sticker hey, there buddy didn't you stop crying <laughs> i called best but a quitter for 30 minutes yesterday you know what yeah. i mean and then he came on the show and i still made fun of him so you know i mean like, yeah he's a fucking quitter we, we make fun of the people quitter. we like right jason i mean i don't like i don't like i don't like best at all Shh, i'm very, jason, I'm very competitive <laughs> and you know he's he's really good at what he does so i don't like him personally i'm talking him off the bunk bed you know he's i mean know, this is all to... like this whole friendship with him is all like a big long con to like get him to walk off a short pier. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's the whole trick here, you know, get real close and then wait until he's vulnerable and then just push him. You know what I mean? Right off. Yeah. Um, Jonesy, how's it going, dude? Jonesy says supporting members of the year goes to Tom. That, that's yeah. right. Do you know who writes the stories and approves the star Wars comics as Canon? The latest star Wars age of Republic by Marvel was very good. Um, in Marvel, I trust good shit. Yeah, I mean, it's. I'm fairly certain the process is like the pitch uh, for the story goes through, gets approved uh, in a preliminary way, and then it's sort of assessed by the the Lucasfilm Story Group, and then it goes from Pablo there. sits and, on a six foot tall court judge, you know, like booth, mm -hmm. his little gavel, and he smells cannon. it and goes goes. He, he declares canon, non-canon. Right? So, mm, canon. Mm, <laughs> canon. Judge canon. Yes. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah. So, I, I, I'm pretty sure that it, it kind of goes through, like, sort of, like, a little, like, a bit of, like, a vetting process. And I would imagine in that kind of instance, if something clashes, um, they don't, obviously, like, if you're, like, a comic book person, like, me and Rob pitch a Star Wars comic, they approve it. And then we're like, and then this one, Cassian Andor dies. They're like, no, uh, he's going to die in this movie called Rogue One. You can't do it. And then we're like, oh, shucks. Back to the drawing board. But, um, yeah. But, I mean, basically anything that it, they that they put out, they have to contend with. Uh, Rob Rob um, likes to say that nothing is canon. None of it, of it matters. And it doesn't. They don't want to do it. And yeah. the reality, no, no. The, the reality is, is that if the people yeah. at the story group are fucking the the fucking EU delusions that are that are annoying and um but what happens is that they uh 
it's something, all it either is all it's something canon, like they said but yeah. or if one thing isn't then none of it is because you can't be like some of it is some of it ain't no. it's ridiculous no it, it what, what what rob denies is the ability for something to be decanonized if yeah. if if something better comes it comes about which is how basically it, it works and yeah um, but they're just not admitting it but yeah but but rob when they when they've probably put out 400 pieces of media and you have like 1.5 things that's not really mm-hmm. like oh well no no it's all shit you know what i mean it's yeah not... well tell that to the irs all right no. <laughs> just one no. just a one and a zero you know yeah, like, well, a zero. I, I just put a zero on look someone's in court right now for just adding a zero or two to the end of a number jason like that changes but, everything but, yes adding a zero would mean that now rob if we had taking away a zero if we had if we had a hundred zeros if we had a hundred things decanonized in the last five years i'd be like well yeah rob and if you use that canon to borrow to get canon credit to get some other canon then you would be committing fraud in new york right right now we just got i mean i mean my opinion the next thing to probably be decanonized and it may may not even touch it it would be uh k2so the K2SO right. comic book story about how he and Cassian meet. Look, here's the thing, though. None of it should be canon. It's the dumbest thing ever because you should be using the comics to produce fertile ground. For Rob, nobody would buy your nobody would buy this shit at all. Then nobody would buy the Marvel comics because none of the Marvel comics are canon in the MCU anyway. If that was true, then Star Wars would be making Marvel money, and every single Marvel model that they applied to Star Wars would apply. Well, and maybe that's maybe that's one of the things people feel like they have to buy a bunch of bullshit to understand what's going well, on. They don't, and then when they read it, it sucks, and so they give up. No, see, you're equating your average fucking idiot who goes to the movie. You're equating your average person who goes to the to the theater, even knows, even knows the comic exists. They don't. Yeah, well, they don't. That's a whole look. Look, that's a whole separate discussion about marketing comic books. You know. No, but when it comes to to novels, comic books, fucking coloring books, fucking tattoos. People don't even know that shit's out there. They don't know. Yeah, which is why average... it shouldn't be canon, because then you're missing a chunk of the mm-hmm. actual thing. The thing should be in the films, maybe TV, you know? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, no, obviously. Um, like, K2SO was a grievous error. See what I said? Grievous error. Like, I want a animated pod racing series, right? And it doesn't need to be canon. It just needs yes, to be a cool-ass podcast. No, it doesn't. No, no but, but 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 you, you by what you're saying is your opinion, but your opinion is not in step with the culture itself. If well, the culture is were... wondering why their shit sucks all the time, this is why. No, they're wondering why it sucks all the time. You get all these weird, like, ver- it's almost a multiverse. No. You get all these, like, placeholders for actual, you use Dash Rendars. You know, because you can't have Han Solos and, you know, you get all this other mm-hmm. shit. But, and then they're but, like, it's dumb. If, if, so when they went and then they, Rob, all I hear all day are bitches crying about the expanded universe not being canon anymore. Thanks, Anna. Thanks. No, man. that's it, dude. Like, I'm, I'm saying, like, they literally. Well, the expanded have universe to. was never canon. So I, I know. But they're and I knew that stupid. in the '90s, it was just fine. But, but somehow everyone know, went to so. But Rob, Phantom Menace. That's know? why I didn't read it. That's why I didn't read it. Once I figured that out, profitable. No, once and I now figured they're it, chasing Marvel. See, just sort of chasing you're you're, you're covers, just talking you know? in circles now because you want that to be true. I'm 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 telling oh. you, with the culture, that's what they have to do. That's why they are selling what they are selling right now. 
but they were able to develop stories that worked and didn't work because it wasn't canon. I mean, you look. Do I think Dark Empire is a great no. story? That were the things Not, you could pull from that would have been no, cool. Sure, that isn't. That isn't true. I don't think that should be canon. Because see that 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 had a canon though. It just wasn't G canon. the The old expanded universe was in step with itself. It just wasn't in step with George Lucas because they couldn't get him to comply or commit to any ideas. <laughs> that was that was the actual like like reality of their situation there. But like the old EU was mostly in canon with itself. I'm sure there were errors and stuff. You know, somebody like actually, but but in the big picture, it was. And it had a much better. Boba Fett bounty hunter story and the Star Wars mm-hmm. Underworld than what they managed to do in the actual TV show. But there you go. Well, yeah, but that was like old Boba Fett when he was just like all about cool. respect. All about respect. When he was cool. But back when, <laughs> you know, honestly, like a lot of that show, like, like I haven't, I need to rewatch it because I haven't watched it in a while. And like on that show, I kind of just like remember like fucking like ninjas jumping off the side of sets like at Boba Fett. That's <laughs> kind of what I remember from in it right now. It's just space ninjas. But I wish they were that cool. They weren't even. They didn't fight as cool as Michael Dudikoff, American Ninja. All right. <laughs> like it's one step below that. <laughs> yeah, Michael Dudikoff. Michael Dudikoff. <laughs> Dudikoff. Yeah. So. Despin says that was Boba Fett when he didn't rule with with respect. Yeah, back when he just ruled <laughs> from <Yeah>. being cool. <laughs> yeah, from being Instead cool. Of, of the George hey, demasc- demasculated. Thank you for the Fett. super sticker, Mister Quinton. Fire. I appreciate it. Fire. Fire. Yeah, but yeah, and then as as you want, you want Despin... to ruin a Star Wars character, make him a little kid. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. That was. You know how like everyone's like Pan, uh, uh, Kathleen Kennedy makes every uh, version of a character a gay female. Well, George Lucas made him a an annoying little kid. That was his his yeah, pandemic. Do it twice. Yeah, he was gonna do it a third time with Han Solo, and they they, they, they stopped. But, yeah, well, Han, he was know, this close, Jason. It doesn't count. Do it. Han Han Solo was mm-hmm. a, was was a cameo. He wasn't a character. He was gonna be in there. He was gonna be a little kid. He just said they're on the South Ridge or some shit like that and stepped out. He wasn't yeah. gonna. You know that, that is enough to screw up a whole movie when you see a little kid on solo. That's all it mm-hmm. takes. I, I I actually preferred that his idea. Yeah, because it never got done, and then you see it, and you're like, "Damn, can't take it." No, his, the the idea was that his parents were anthropologists or killed when the battle droids invaded, and then now he's like with the Wookies, and then the Wookies lose the war, and he and Chewbacca are together. I just think it's a better. I think it's a better origin story than Chewbacca. They were Indiana was, Jones. Chewbacca was eating stormtroopers <laughs> in a hole or whatever. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, Bestman says, remember when he didn't want to rule with fear? Then 10 minutes later, he was exploding people in Maz Eisley Square for all to see. Yeah, yeah. it's true. It's true. Which could have been an interesting story point. Right, it could have been well, like you can't, you know, like that's, but it doesn't, yeah, you know, doesn't well, go anywhere. Uh, well, and and once again, that can still be an interesting story point if the right people were to pick pick it up. That's the thing with these these kind of concepts is there's always going to be a handoff. John Favreau, for instance, won't be doing Star Wars forever, and lo- likely when it does get picked up, it it could be somebody else someday. Um, but I mean, I'm not even going to take it a step further. Remember when he said he didn't want to rule with fear? Then ten minutes later, he showed up on the back of a fucking rancor monster. 
<laughs> like, oh my God, you know, yeah. that's literally like the scariest thing you could probably do in that place. I would think. Kind of I mean, these are people that dress up as Vespas. They're not, they're not, you know what I mean? Like a guy riding a Rancor is a hey. little hardcore for them. That gang was adorable if you think about it, though. They were an adorable little gang. You know, you're, like you're, now skinny. you're, now you're canon. Now you're trying to rewrite history and make things. No, I'm just saying. You're style, prequelizing. Man. You're justifying. You're going, no, no, actually, it's pretty good. It is, is all right. Oh, no. Nice. I believe the prequels are good. I just yeah. don't think. Do? I, I, I think have that people it... stepping shit for an hour. That's fun, Star Wars. Once again, hyperbole from Rob. If, if yes. you watch the movie, they don't step in shit for an hour. There's they like do. One, one scene and you get hung up on something and you can't move on. Well, look, look, you're the man now, dog. Had that on a loop for at least an hour. So, you know. So you did that to yourself with some weird (laughs) sadomasochistic shit. Yeah. And that was. And and it's canon. (laughs) Chewbacca (laughs) hungry for meats. Yeah. And, and and I don't I don't hate the Han Chewbacca origin thing. I don't hate it or anything like that. It's not like, oh, that means he hates it. Like, it's not that. It just uh, it like it, I think it's it. I kind of like where George was was taking it in that that moment. You know what I mean? And the uh, cynicism that the guy would have, kind of you know, if it, I could I could extrapolate that in a Dave Filoni way into being something good. But as just says, pod racing, Sebulba messing with Jar Jar, ten out of ten Star Wars. I mean that, but that's that's the uh, the uh, thing with the like with the uh uh the, the prequels are not in step with with the the metrics of hollywood at the time but then when you look at like where it excels it goes way further than hollywood at the time but then when you look at some of the like the more common beats that you would that people expect and even needed at the time it totally fell that it's a very very weird you know kind of kind of thing well we got two robs now oh shit man I got two Rob. Oh man, this is fucking crazy. Tom's computer. You know. See, one of these Robs is canon, and the other one is the Marvel Comics version of Rob, right? (laughs) 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 Which one is it, Jason? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, man. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. (laughs) Oh, turns out it was this one. (laughs) Rob Cobb. But yeah, um, and just to clarify, uh, it looks like um, according to 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 what Bespin was saying, if you don't say his name like three times on this one, he'll he'll really come after you. He'll he'll find you. He'll corner you in Fortnite, and he'll just be like, "Acknowledge, acknowledge me." I want so, my two page views. No, um, <laughs> a- a- acolyte. We think acolyte will be next, most likely. And um, how how set in stone stuff is at the moment is completely, it's it's very fluid, but it looks like it's going to be acolyte probably first and then skeleton crew after, and those are the two twenty twenty four shows, and then we'll likely have twenty twenty five and or two and Mando four. And um, you know who knows which one would come first. I, I have no, I have no no idea. I would imagine Mando would probably be earlier, but since it but at the same time it hasn't even filmed yet, so I don't know why I imagine. You said that. the scripts weren't actually done yet. 
they are i Even think they are says they're done no so favreau said they were done and i i i reported way early like they're, they're mm-hmm. the scripts mm-hmm. are are yeah, he's ready to go like but they weren't they weren't final drafts and then he is now confirmed that he has now final drafted that shit so yeah so i would imagine mando would uh probably get get filming here as soon as the can't wait for over. more paleomoto just can't uh, wait well, counting the days jason mm-hmm. counting the so day. once again rob one little thing and you make it paint the whole thing with oh it. yeah so, but that one little thing ended up giving us jack black and, and lizzo so you know it, it builds up at avalanches no no no, no. i literally there, starts there, rolling down that is, star wars hill jason there is absolutely no connection between pele <laughs> moto you get you give them an lizzo. ewok and you end up with goongans you know no <laughs> yeah lizzo, lizzo and jack black <laughs> is a combination of all of its own bad ideas across the board yeah you know has he learned nothing no He's learned that. I don't know. I I have no idea. Um, I would imagine he got so many accolades that he was like, he didn't know where the fell was. He didn't know where the line was to fail. Like, that's a weird place to be if you think about being John Favreau. You come out, you do your first Star Wars thing. You There's a phenomenon with Grogu. This, the first season's a super solid. And then you go, and then you do the second season, doing more of the same. But then you put Luke Skywalker at the end, and everybody fucking starts peeing all over the room. And then you go to do your third season, and you're legit. But like at that point, you don't really know where the line is. And I think he found it with Lizzo and Jack Black. I think, and and the ice cream stuff, and. But- and mm-hmm. the whole hey, the Mandalorian isn't actually about the guy we all got, and then they're just rewriting the show and it being something else. You know, yeah, that isn't going over too well either. By the way, yeah, you know? and I don't mean with the psychos; I mean with just the average normal person. You know, it's uh, yeah, I don't think the average normal person even like. I think when that shit happens, no, they, they know, they know, because they bought all the toys with the Mandalorian, and it the says the Mandalorian not right toys on with it. Mandalorians on it for the starters. Uh, they are. They bought all that merchandise. Right, and they dressed I'll, up as that I'll shit for Halloween. I'll give sweatpants. Yeah. Grogu sweatpants. I see that a lot. Strangely. Um, Bestman says at one point it looked like Acolyte was next, but we don't know. Haven't had an update in like a little while, a couple months. So yeah, exactly. Bestman says you get Paleomoto, then you get Lizzo and Jack Black. Next thing you know, you're being forced to deep throat a banana while being body shamed. And told God is real. <laughs> oh wait, Whoa. in Gatlinburg? Is that in, in Gatlinburg? Gatlinburg? <laughs> and yeah, yeah, that sounds right. All right, yeah. But yeah, but no, it. it I mean, like that's that's the the uh, thing though. It's like like paling like eccentric eccentricities in Star Wars is always been an, an open door. It's it's an there's an open door policy on it. It's allowed. You're allowed to have frog dogs burping little guys whizzing away you know little mouse droids and you're you're allowed to like like play with that thing that when you when you do a full-fledged character on it it's it's a it's a i think it's a weird line i think paleomoto is fine because she's a part of that eccentric tattooing like universe but the thing about it is like for the for the most part it's fine and like even her moments you like you liked her moments in book of boba fett when she loses her tooth and shit like you were like that was funny. Like it was. Oh, uh, when worked. she when she admitted to fucking a Jawa, I thought was funny. 
when she yeah. fucked the Jawa. That there. was funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so like, like, it, like it, 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 you know, it, it, it can work. <laughs> but Lizzo and like the Jack Black thing, it was a, it was a huge mistake to sort of open up what I would call like your prequel style characters, which are just like two sort of boring um, aristocrats. And yeah. then make them the Pele Moto style thing. It it just it doesn't work at all. Imagine and, if and, the CEO Bibble scenes he was eating a big bowl of pudding. Yeah. Like seriously, that's what we're yeah. talking about here. Just add yeah. a big bowl of pudding with big all the CEO Bibble yeah. scenes, and you're gonna see what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, it's CEO <laughs> Bibble playing with puppies. I mean, when you get down to it, that's really what it is, you know? Yeah. And like like the uh thing about it is like if they had I think if they had taken those two characters and made them very pompous and aristocratic, like truly, like let's say Bell Organa and Bria Organa, imagine they are snobbish rulers of Alderaan, and now Grogu is is bumping elbows with the with the elites of the planet. And like, I'm not that's, saying that's, the idea, but that's entirely the, the angle. But the problem is, right. is that when they were doing that angle, they kind of like had multiple ideas and didn't commit to any one solid idea at all. So it's kind of about Grogu like eating and, and, and taking advantage and it's kind of about them, but then it's not. And like, so I really don't want those characters to come back, but on one hand, I do want them to come back because I want there to be like a scene, like where they're like, they're like fucking outgunned, they're fucked. And then Grogu now being a knight of that planet, the reinforcements come to save them. And I don't want to see them. I just want to know. And then I'm like, okay, like in my little like nerd checkboxy brain, it, it, it was for something. The suffering was for something, you know, but sorry. yeah, well, that's like saying, Hey, you know, if they took the prequel seriously, they could have been great, but that's not what they did. So they did take the prequels seriously. It's just that it, sure. George Lucas, no, George Lucas took the prequel seriously. The fucking difference is that it, George Lucas believed he could make elizabeth at the time and he couldn't he's not that filmmaker he didn't make enough films to he even made be miss able elizabeth. yeah he, no he, yeah he, he couldn't no but that was that was like the whole thing and like if you go back to the phantom menace trailers even um that movie elizabeth uh was elizabeth the first one there were two in the end with kate blanchett as elizabeth i think it was elizabeth was the first and um, well, George Lucas sees that movie, and I think it's massively influential on him and the prequels. He starts to go, "Ooh, I want to make it a costume drama." He's talking about it all the time. He goes, he films the whole fucking movie, then decides, you know what we're gonna do now? We're gonna modulate Natalie Portman's voice down when she's the queen to the same octave as Kate Blanchett when she's Elizabeth, and um. Natalie Portman's performance, you know, she's a, she's a kid, you know, when she's in that movie. So I'm not holding it like against her, you know, too, too, too to be much, fair. But... It hasn't changed much since, you know, when you go to Thor, Love and Thunder. So. There are two Natalie no. Portmans. One is canon and one isn't. One <laughs> right. wins Oscars and the other one's in Star Wars movies and Marvel films. Well, yeah, that's 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 the whole thing is when she's told to to stand there and look pretty. She doesn't try very hard, does she? And then, but when when she's working with a good director and and there's actually like character motivations, she, she she shows up for it. But yeah, yeah, you're you're right though. She you could tell when she cares and when she when she doesn't, you know. Right. 
Um, but with Star Wars, she did. She cared. Everybody was trying. No one was showing up to the prequels going, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's like the biggest movie that's been waited for, like, of our generation. I don't care. I'm Natalie fucking Portman. Like, that didn't happen. She showed up, and she's like, what do I do? And he's like, I used to say faster, more intense, and it's a story I made up that I said yeah. that, and that's all I said. Because Carrie Fisher thought it was funny. And um, now that's my directing style. And it's like, I heard not how life she showed up to set on the Phantom Menace. She used to talk like, and I was the one with the tiki tiki, and I was the one with the, and I, and I was in the Temple of Doom. Yeah. And I went to Planet Hollywood with Sly. Yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah, I mean, but that that was you know the the, the uh, George Lucas thing was he was like, like it's weird. It, it's I don't think at that time they had figured out like George Lucas way really influential on Hollywood and prequel storytelling. Obviously, the fact that we spent about twenty years not being able to get past like the origin story of any fucking superhero. Yeah, thanks so, prequel fans. It was so boring. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, I wanted to know Darth Vader's story. I just, I don't need to, like, watch the origin story of Batman and Superman, you know, every every fucking time. Uh, it's going to make me a good yeah. Batman movie. They finally got over it now. We're, we're, we're past it now, so I'm going to stop bitching about it. But, um, but yeah, but that was, that was, uh, prequel-itis was not, not my favorite, not my favorite thing. Um, Jonesy says, there are many ways to produce content. Remember Smallville season 11 was released as a comic. <laughs> no, I, I don't know that, Jonesy, at all. Um, Jonesy, you're not helping yourself. <laughs> you're not at all, Jonesy. Um, but better than not releasing I, I, You anything. know what, Jason? Case rested. I rest my no. case. No, no, no. <laughs> Thanks, no, but no, no, his point, though. Better than not releasing it at, at all. Yeah, Prosecution we, rests. <laughs> no, no. And we, Remember we had Smallville that, season 11. <laughs> okay, we, we had that with, uh, with uh, Star Wars, though. Like, there was a point when it did not look like we were ever going to get any Clone War stuff at all. This is where it gets this is where it gets dicey though. Ventress is killed in uh, was going to be killed in the Clone Wars. I believe it was a Katie Lucas arc that she wrote, and um, that's where she's buried on Dathomir, which I think will be a big thing going forward in the future. I think they're going to bring Ventress back um, in Ahsoka season two or whatever that story picks up when they resurrect all of the bodies on Dathomir. Well, anyways. They wrote the the they, the the, the story is canon. Dirk Lucas's daughter wrote it. It's canon. The Lucas from the Lucases. It's canon, and um, they were like, "Well, we'll just we'll turn the scripts into a novel." They hired a novelist. The novelist took the scripts, made it into a novel. We got the story. On one hand, appreciate it massively. On this other hand, here. Um, they brought the Clone Wars back, and because they did that, they didn't produce that arc. They produced the Siege of Mandalore. It's great, good stuff. But I would really, really have appreciated having Ventress's whole story because we see her as a child, as a Jedi, becoming uh, her master, getting killed, and how she becomes the witch and all that stuff. And her story and her dying in that show would have been nice having that arc produced, <laughs> but we didn't get it because of that. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's good and it, and it's bad, you know. But in the Smallville season eleven, obviously they were never going to pick that up. That was the only way to do it, and I think that was. Uh, I don't know anything about it to be honest with you, but that sounds like a fair thing to the fans, you know, giving them an option of yeah, it's not the show, but do you want to know the story? Did you get it as a comic book? Superman started as a comic book. 
that seems fair, you know. Until twenty but, years later, when they actually want to do a Smallville season eleven, and they rewrite all of it. So, it says, uh, what, what should we do in terms of getting Rob to worship the prequels? How do we, how do, we do it, Rob? <laughs> how do you? My face we, in the one dollar bill. How do we make you like it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right answer. Right answer. Also, fuck you, Bespin. Party Man is an awesome song and a great sequence. Joker vandalizing the museum. Great scene. Um, the Sabersmith says funny because she had the same boring vanilla chemistry with, with Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, that's that's the um the uh thing with uh Portman is he didn't got the role, supposedly, because they had the best chemistry in real life. And that's what they said. That might have just been PR fucking spin, you know? Yeah. But then but then when you look at like Natalie Portman's husband, he's like a dancer. You know? The kind of men that that she likes, um, I don't think are Hollywood leading men types. And uh so it's like that's why she ends up like she's good in like Black Swan, for instance, when it's just like a, an an inward journey and it's not about the the connection to a like Dern V. But in what? Oh, be for Vendetta. Vendetta. Yeah. Have you that watched right. it recently, though? I uh, liked. Oh it yeah, because she doesn't talk, but she looks I liked, great. Yeah, I liked <laughs> it a lot when it came out. I watched it recently, yeah. and I was like, "This feels really dated, really like, uh, real hard." Still better than ninety-nine percent of what DC's putting out. Oh, that's. I mean, I think shit's better than ninety-nine percent of what DC's been putting <laughs> that's out. That's literally so. a whole. Fair that's enough. literally a whole line in Blue Beetle, Jason. <laughs> yeah i gotta take a shit i'm like well i'm out of here I gotta, I gotta get out of this movie like i gotta get, i gotta get, i gotta stop the internet wants to tell me that's the future of dc and i just you know what you fucking have it if you think that's the future of dc you know yeah. good luck good luck to you sir good day to you sir. <laughs> portman uh rick jones says portman's fighting scenes and your highness were pretty good i think she missed her calling doing action movies yeah i mean that was i think kind of what they were kind of trying to get her into like was she got all ripped for thor was she was she actually all ripped for thor or was that like a fucking no she was ripped effect? for thor and then they she put was a thing thor? on her yeah okay yeah <laughs> it's I, like that thing where who, who else they did that to they they mm-hmm. bulked the dude up and then put a muscle suit on oh like henry cavill or like even like brandon routh right yeah. like brandon routh actually worked out for superman returns but then they put that giant foam on him and you can't tell yeah you're like well what's the fucking point like what's yeah the, i don't get this guys you know the two don't... no fat face no fat face <laughs> i guess <laughs> stupid hair for certain yeah i'm actually really excited for the uh and hey mike i'm really excited for the uh new like superman reboot actually i'm excited for you know? anything james gunn does like seriously yeah. Yeah, Peacemaker, I still think is that's top tier shit, dude. Forget my, my, whether it's my, superhero shit or not. Like that shit is super good. Like Okay, so what do you think about my James Gunn book I'm gonna write? It's called Under the Gun. Yeah? Does that sound good? He Under already he already did that. It's too easy. He, are, are you fucking serious? Yeah. Damn. It was pretty it was pretty obvious. Yeah. But he called it that he called there's a book called that? Yeah. Yeah, he's his he, sequel's gonna be Welcome to the Gun Show. Oh, okay. And, yeah. All right, that's that's good. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. How about this? Um, I walk up to him. I pants him. You take a picture. The naked gun. All right. He already made 
two moves with OJ Simpson. I don't know if that's the... <laughs> Although, admittedly, it is fun to watch OJ Simpson get the shit kicked out of him and murdered in the in the first one. Like now, you know, like that is never gets old. Why, Rob? OJ is innocent. <laughs> it was Charlie. You know what? I think it was Kato. I think Kato. No, Haley he says in it. his book it was Charlie. Oh no, no, no. Even 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 OJ is like Kato's too dumb for that. Like Kato <laughs> Kato couldn't turn off the jacuzzi. Yeah. Like he complains in his own book. He's like, man, that guy just leaves a jacuzzi on. <laughs> <laughs> I read the book often, Jason. Because the Goldmans, they they did the audiobook. They had a guy. Why in- are you reading the OJ book? book? I, I well, because the Goldmans wait, the is Goldmans this if I did it? it? Is this the book if I yeah, did yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, when they, they got a hold of that book. They released an audiobook and got the world's almost racist uh, OJ impersonator to read it, right? So it sounds like if I were doing the, you know, hello, I'm OJ, like that kind of shit. Like, it's so good. So, yeah. so Chris asked if you walked out of Blue Beetle and then Bestman said it yeah. made $133 million. It's the future of the bargain bin. Yeah, I walked out at the 14 minute. I walked out right when she said I got to take a shit. And I was like, I'm out of here, you know? I mean, like, as just like... <laughs> a white guy observer on the internet i'm like oh, i'm just gonna kind of mostly stay out of this but i felt bad because i saw like people like being like oh our, our latino hero and like i was like oh yeah they they don't really get a lot of that so they're they're really embracing it but then i was like you guys deserve better than blue beetle blue well beetle, i'm confused like, the fuck i have i have a latino father who is that and family you know mm-hmm. i got a latino last name even though i'm adopted so you know i'm adopted you know latino uh i'm confused jason because, yeah. and, and I love Umberto, right? And uh, uh, Umberto Gonzalez. Gonzalez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when Ant-Man came out, he was really mad at the uh, Louise part. He thought he called it a minstrel show. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, he called it he called it Brownface, I think. Yeah. And I'm not seeing any difference between that and the entire cast of Blue Beetle. Mm-hmm. I'm just confused. Like, it's the same thing where they all talk really fast and have stupid jokes over I one would... another. I, like I'm, I'm just not... guessing. I'm I'm not to speak for anybody, but I'm I'm gonna guess that the difference is that Blue Beetle is the hero and not a moron. So he's not playing moron to a white guy. If he's got a whole the, bunch but, of but morons a, around. A bunch him. of moronic depiction. Yeah, I, I mean, right. I, yeah, I think that's. I fair... like the kid, and mm-hmm. I think that's what they're keeping. But the movie is horrible. Like it's mm. it's it's of another era, and it's just dumb so if you like it good luck to you you know okay. yeah no i have i haven't seen it yet so i don't actually have like an opinion on it but i saw the trailer way too many times uh, over yeah. the summer and it does not look like something i i want to see i even tried to like sometimes when i'm like on the the the, the cusp of maybe seeing something i try to like hey guys want to the kids want to see it you guys are like no no dad we don't so all right it's like, hey, man, I like Robert Rodriguez, but those Shark Boy and Lava Girl movies ain't good, even by kid standards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, let's not make that the standard, you know, because it because yeah. it got over the finish line. Let's 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 um, you know. Oh yeah, there was there was a there was a lot of uh, like stuff. There was or not a lot, but there was another Sean Levy thing yesterday that was going around, and it's basically Sean Levy saying the same thing. People were kind of making it, trying to make it sound like it was a new story, but it's Sean Levy saying the same thing. If if I tell you about the Star Wars movie, Kathleen Kennedy's going to kill me. And um, basically, like, Kathleen Kennedy came to me and said that she wanted, uh, she wants a Sean Levy Star Wars movie. 
And um, but the movies that are specifically mentioned um, are uh, was it Free Guy and um, the one where he time travels back and hangs out with himself as a kid. You know which one? Adam Project. Adam Project. So stupid name. The, Not the uh, stupidest, yeah. but one of the stupidest names. Yeah, I I watched I watched that film, and I enjoyed it. I didn't see it and go give this motherfucker a Star Wars. Like I I didn't I didn't come come at it from like that angle. Bespin was filling me in on that stuff yesterday, and he's just like, yeah, like you know, he works with like the same actors a lot. Like Mark Ruffalo comes up a lot, and like um, Ruffalo, and, and as was it Ruffalo? Yeah, like Ruffles. Rufy. Ruffles, huh? Ruffles, huh? Ruffles, Ruffles, have, have ridges. Yeah, yeah. ridges. They have ridges. Yeah. It's true. Ruffles. Brought, brought to you by Tom's Computer and Ruffles. Um, but yeah, so he he works with like a lot of the same people over and over again. And um, on one hand, when you look at that, you see that, and you're like, oh, that means he's a good guy. Like in Hollywood, somebody works with people in Hollywood just hate each other for fucking farting or something. But when you, have, you see people re- repeatedly coming back to him. You, means he's probably a probably a good guy and when you look at it um the stuff that he's done though here's i think the angle i don't think the angle on him is straight up oh free guy from star wars i think it's when you look at his body of work oh this guy works in the studio system with the studio and stars and knows how to compromise and still get a movie made that is that connects with its audience stu studio yeah like but what i find weird about his situation and bespin i believe does too he should just come on the show so that way he doesn't say i said that um yeah no he's got his own podcast no one listens to jason so he can't he can't be here he's not allowed to i i actually don't allow him to have his own podcast at all times like it's only when yeah, why be I'm... here? Why be here when you, you can know. be in the chat? Um, no, but <laughs> I, know, I had I had a, a point I was making. Damn it, Rob! Damn you, Rob! My brain. Studio system, studio guy, but yeah, <clears throat> but um, anyway, he's writing. He's writing the movie. He didn't write Fall or Free Guy. He didn't write Adam Project. I don't think, and um, so it's kind of that's where I go. Like, hmm, that's kind of weird. Like you would think the methodology would have been let's get writers he's worked with before to write a Star Wars movie or let's get writers who we want to do what we want them to do and have them write something that's in the Sean Levy flavor and then get Sean Levy to direct it. Like that seems like it would have been more of the way to go. But Bespin and I went in our conversation, we, we concluded we believe that most likely there is another writer writing with Sean Levy for that reason. And we're kind of questioning who it is, if it exists. And that's kind of the question that I'm throwing out there to the, to any sources who are listening to the show today, if they could let us know who, who that is, because I don't think he's writing it solo. I don't think that actually makes that much sense. And if it is true today, it might not be true tomorrow. You know what I mean? What else has he written? Sean Levy. Let's, 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 let's look it up. Now let's yeah, look up he, what he's written. I think that's a better indication, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Sean Levy is an American film author, podcaster, blogger. No. God damn. Oh, Jesus, man. Getting his mom's LinkedIn page or Wikipedia where she goes in there and talks him yeah. up. Yeah. 
All right. So, so, so Levy was born to a Jewish family of two siblings, Rob and Debbie. Rob and Debbie sound delightful. <laughs> they really do. They do. They they sound delightful. I don't um, trust any Robs. So his early career, Levy began his professional career pursuing his undergraduate and graduate degrees in the mid 1980s through the mid 1990s, studying performing arts. He made his acting debut in Zombie Nightmare. Oh, cool. Zombie Nightmare. Yeah, but what has he written, Jason? Can you just scroll down to the writing? No. Oh, you know what, dude? I, f- I keep forgetting I'm in the future, dude. I'm in the future now, bud. I can, I can share screens, and it doesn't even fucking matter, bro. Like, look at this, dude. Like, like you see what I'm seeing right now? It doesn't dude? break your. It doesn't break your whole computer now. No, nah, dude. Like, I, I'm uh, still going. Thanks, look bro. at me, dude. Look at what I'm doing, dude. Look, I can <laughs> fuck with people like this now. Are you feeling like you want to vomit? I can do that to you. If I meanwhile, other podcasters are buying Lambos. You know, we could we could share a Wikipedia page now. We're getting there. <laughs> Man, truth is, I just need a DeLorean. I wouldn't want a Lambo. Um, yeah. So then, uh, in the mid, I just want to kind of like look at his career like a little bit. Levy and Twenty One Laps were the company under Twenty Twenty. Um, so ABC sitcoms. What the fuck was that? Imagine, um, imaginary Mary. I don't see the inter Levy's comedy, The Internship. I remember that one. That that movie was it was fine, like I I saw it like I I, I laughed and I forgot about it. You know, it wasn't which is what it what it is. Um, would, right. what do you think the average person would say about American Graffiti had it come out in the two thousands? Do you think they would just say it was just fine? I don't. You know what I mean? I don't think they would say it was groundbreaking. What American Graffiti back? Yeah. Do you? Do you think if it came oh, out in the two thousands, people no, would you, say it was just you, fine? You, you can't, you can't do it because, like, you, I've even heard Quentin Tarantino say, "Without American Graffiti, you don't have Pulp Fiction." The idea. isn't it weird though that American Graffiti was nostalgia, but it was like only like eight years old. <laughs> it's like nostalgia for your your well your teens that's when you because were your, baby your boomers right? are a bunch of navel gazing <laughs> fucking losers. So they got you on that one though, right? They immediately went. (laughs) Okay. So, um, all right. So, so, oh, this is his producer only film. This is director and producer. Let's just look at that real quick. Just in time. Big fat liar. Is that the Jim Carrey movie? Oh no. That's, that's the fucking, (laughs) that's the Frankie Muniz. Yeah. Yeah. Cheaper by the dozen, god damn it! But you know what? We all we all had to we all had to eat. I mean, but he's directing Steve Martin, you know. Night yeah, but museum. he also directed episodes of Stranger Things, so I'm curious about the writing. Well, I, I know, I know, and and, and it's, if it's the just, task, it's Jason, was to out. make a corny, dopey movie starring the guy from Smallville season eleven, then you know, then he succeeded, right? Like that's. Well, <laughs> but but here's the other thing, though, is like when you look at like like Kathy according with her words this free guy and adam project right but not the earlier stuff she's not mentioning big fat liar she's not mentioning the internship she's mentioning like his two like the, those two last films and i'm going to guess because deadpool hadn't been made yet she's just his last two films were, were at the time when they were signing him was what mattered now this is his producing credits acting he's been an actor and all his, i guess maybe with his big actual parts cheaper by the dozen television all right, I'm just not seeing any. I'm seeing acting stuff. I'm not seeing anything as a writer. Yeah, that's not good on his on his on his Wikipedia. I just want everyone to know. I, I'm giving this dude the benefit of the doubt. 
right? Like, I'm not out there. Oh, I hate the thing. I don't know, man. Like, you just, we've seen super talented people come. We've seen one guy make a Star Wars film everyone like, and one guy make a Star Wars film everyone hate. <laughs> yeah. And guess which person that is, you know? Like, because there's multiple directors who pulled that one off. Like, I mean, yeah, so I'm on his on his IMDb right now. Uh, director, actor. I don't see any writing credits at all. He's five eleven though. You know, he's got four children, so that guy comes. <laughs> you know, if you're wondering, Sean Levy, he fucking comes. Something's the new computer should not be able to do, Jason. Oh yeah. man, we're gonna get in so much trouble with this. Um. <laughs> Oh, he graduated from with honors from Yale. Fucking bitch. Um, salary? He made ten million dollars for real still. Fucking rich bitch. Fucking fucking Rob and Debbie. What what are they getting out of that? You fucking giving Rob and Debbie any money, Sean Levy? Never tell another person everywhere? how to spend their money, Jason. Right? Hey, never tell. Listen, I'm all about I'm all about Tom and or Robin Debbie, okay? I want Robin Debbie Star Wars. Um well, little says, he doesn't write any of his films. He is only credited as a story developer on a Netflix series. All all the light we cannot see, which has yet to be released. Hmm. And um yeah, I mean internship is not a classic movie. I wouldn't buy it. You know what I mean? Like I said, I saw it at the drive in. He got a hand job. It was a good time. What do you want? But uh yeah, but the, the the whole story developer thing. I mean, I I, I think it's it's like f- safe to say that you could call a director a storyteller, you know. And so if he ends up like going out and doing like a real shit first pass, of, uh, and then that's developed into a script from somebody else, so be it. I think that, that right. That I mean, in the same way that if I was to say, hey, I'd like to do a bunch of things in this project, and then the writer writes those down and then goes and makes a script out of it. You know, I got some level of input, but I didn't write the script. You know, I'm not the writer. That's not how that works. Yeah. yeah. And, and um, you know, it's it's weird because there's times when you're like, when you're like, you you're, you realize like, oh, I'm criticizing like some of the, the, the people that have made some of the best movies in all of, of all time. And you're like, ah, but then you're like, you look at the methodology on that one and and it's, it's, uh, it's a bit strange. I just, I don't know why they wouldn't just, just have what Kathy's idea of a Sean Levy movie is written and developed, um, independently, independently, and then hire him to direct. That's seems like it would make the most sense. Like it's once again, we're back to that, like auteur theory kind of stuff. And Ryan Johnson, Ryan Johnson, maybe the cheaper by the dozen writers are just too busy, Jason. Yeah, too much going on. (laughs) Like, like I, I just fundamentally disagree with letting JJ write those, those stuff he did. And when you look at the one that worked, he wasn't, you know, he wrote it with the guy who wrote some of the good Star Wars movies too. So it's like, how much of that was even JJ in the end is up for up for debate. You know, I'm I'm fundamentally don't want Chris Terrio anywhere near a licensed property. Yeah, Chris Chris Terrio's episode nine work, um, and JJ's episode nine work. Obviously, we agree or not. Anything that we need, anything and Justice League or BBS, but, and and that's know. but that's also like another weird one. And it's like and and when I when they got Terrio, I thought they must have been really confident in the stuff he did for Force Awakens. You know, 
but looking at it, it's uh, yeah, not. Terrio worked on Force Awakens. No, JJ wrote on Force oh. Awakens. So I thought they must have been like, oh yeah, he just needs he just needs his boy at the keyboard, and I, you know, I I've always heard that it it kind of works that way is you kind of have like your person who is just spitballing and saying what people should say. And then there's the person actually at the keyboard. And uh, so you could see how JJ is the guy walking around the room and Kasten's the one doing the actual writing and um, right. making JJ think that the ideas were his sometimes probably <laughs> stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like Hurley Burley, right? It's Hurley Burley. But um yeah, and then I haven't actually seen Free Guy. I haven't watched that one. But I'm a fan of the humor. Yeah. Look, I gotta I be honest. I wasn't excited about this this whole pick when I heard it. All right. Yeah. But uh dude's making Deadpool and Star Wars, so I guess he's the new Simon Kimberg, you know? Like Yeah. Yeah, you you, you might be right about that. I mean that's and like like the and and the thing is like on like uh, like a Simon Kinberg, I think like Kinberg's good in a you know a little dose when it's all the Kinberg. Well, it'll be much. a train sequence, I guarantee it. Yeah, his little doses throw trains in it. Yeah, well, we just get ready, ready for your Ryan Reynolds Star Wars character. Br- Brandon says, "I would love if Ryan wrote Tross instead of JJ." That's that's the alternate rea- reality I want to teleport to, <laughs> live in. You know, yeah, but yeah, even 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 me who I'm mixed on episode. That's true. Episode eight, I still think he was the better, and and I got a friend who absolutely hated that movie when it came out, and even he has since come around on that. Probably would have been a better. Well, that's take, yeah, know? that that's what I I I hate about like internet people and everybody wanting yeah. to be you know, uh, what's his name from Clerks, Kevin. Um, no. Oh, oh no no uh, Brody. No, the one with the R R Randolph. Randall? R- Randall. 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 And clerks is like, you know, you don't you don't have to have like a fucking hot take that you live or die and for the rest of the you can make make the joke fine, cool. But then they like make it like like that's my thing, like it's just an attribute of my personality. Randall's not hate. supposed to be the hero. <laughs> he's he's selling well, porn. To neither kids is in Eric Cartman. Like, don't don't tell anybody. I know. I know. It's like you walk out of mall rides going, I want to grow up to be Brody is not the fucking lesson to learn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. But that's what I... stupid Gen Xers take away, Jason. Like that's <laughs> uh, true. Yeah. Um uh yeah so so anyways I, i'm like i could still see like i i'm i'm want to see where it goes and what happens and yeah people are like he's gonna get fired <laughs> rick rick is like he's just gonna get fired and it's like yeah it's, it's probably possible i mean it's highly highly likely he, he will just get fired at the same time though the reason why i think he won't is the fact that when you look at the the, the movies he's got made before they're all over the place. They're not bad or good because of him. Like, honestly, the Frankie Muniz vehicle was never going to be a good movie, was it? There was no, there's no reality where the, a Frankie Muniz. Agent Cody Banks? Yeah, Agent Cody. There's no Agent Cody Banks fucking reality where that's a great movie. Do you know who but, two but of the they, executive, but they two paid, of the producers of Agent Cody Banks was? What? One was Robert Meyer Burnett and the other one was Madonna. 
Yeah. So. <laughs> um, it's great. Uh, yeah, but you, you just end up with, you know, when it comes to that guy's like filmography, if that's even the word, uh, he, he, they ordered something and he delivered it. And I think that's what they want. And that's why we're on this one, I think, where he might not get fired. And if he does get fired, it will be not be probably not because of his disagreement. When I look at that, I see a very agreeable fucking person who's like, okay, I want to make, I want to get the movie done. So he gets the movie done. So that's where I'm a little um, more, you know, uh, Bestman says Levy is credited as a writer on Deadpool three. However, there's seven additional writers, including Ryan Reynolds. So, yeah. Yeah, and that means they're spitballing jokes, probably. More writers means better. Yeah, just jokes and shit. Yeah. Um, as the truth says, people are coming around on The Last Jedi, but there were far too many people who changed their mind on it when they saw the internet's reaction. Laugh out loud. Yeah. I don't. No, my stance then is my stance now. I've not changed it. I, I still, I'm still in the, the weird place where I haven't organically ran into anybody who is just like i hate that fucking movie fuck that movie like i i have never had it i had it with the prequels but i never had it on last jedi you know oh well i agree with you on that 100 percent. like i may have run into them but they're hardcores it's not like the prequels dude like it's, yeah i mean the prequels i couldn't yeah, the, go one foot out the fucking door you know what i mean that's all stories we can hate the prequel you know hate the there, there would, no there would be like a lady going i don't like that jar jar and you're just like who the fuck are you just check out my fucking soup all right, I just want to get out of the grocery store. But like people think, like I was delusional when the Phantom Menace came. I thought it was all like, yo, you know, this is just really this is all going to pay off. Like you know, Lucas just, you know, he taught me to not care. But mm-hmm. uh, I was overseas when that came out, so I was, uh, I was not. Uh, what do you call that? I was not. Uh, the marketing wasn't something I I dealt with. The toys, the potato chip bags, the cans. I didn't see any of that stuff. They didn't have any yeah. of that in Germany. Yeah. You, you so I came Mania to this, of Star Wars. Yeah, I missed it. I came in July for a week of 99. It was still in theaters, but I was the only one in the theater watching it. You know what I mean? Like, and so my friend, I just saw my friend had stockpiled Pizza Hut boxes with Star Troopers or Gungans on there or some shit. You know, like, I was like, what, why you got Pizza Hut boxes? You know, like, he yeah. would order Pizza Hut and then have them give them a clean box to save, you know? Yeah, it's a weird, but I didn't see any of that shit. But I, everyone told me how much they hated it. I was like, what? Hmm. And then I did that thing where I explained to them what it really means and where it's going. And I did that whole thing, Jason, where you evangelize Lucas and it's all going to mean something. You know. And then Revenge of the Sith happened and you were validated. I know. Attack of the Clones um, happened. And I was like, it's definitely not happening. I guess it means we're brothers. I'm like, yeah, I guess that means we're brothers. I don't know. I, I guess I, just, I, mean I, don't, I don't really care about Uncle Owen, so it didn't really bother me. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. I killed I killed them all. I love you deeply. I write a flea. I mean, well, you know, okay, here's here's <laughs> here's here's what actually like like annoys me about George Lucas. For the things that he ignores and decides I'm gonna sweep that under the rug. Un- uncle Owen being his biological uncle or not or whatever never mattered to me because if we were like, if we were in a post-apocalyptic world right now and just some boy was like, we found some kid in a fucking car 
And then, like, I'm not going to be like, I'm your dad, but he might just be like, oh, you're my uncle. Like, you could just see them taking that, like, you're just my uncle. You're not my dad. My dad was. That's not what I got hung up on. No, 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 no. I I, I I don't care about that. No, no, no. I'm saying the fact that George Lucas didn't have an answer. And then just, but then of all the things he swept under the rug, he didn't just sweep that under the rug. He made it like, I guess we're brothers now. No, the real, the real drama, the pathos that Lucas missed out on is the uh hey who's your family these fucking dudes in robes right with lightsabers who are killing the whole galaxy or us your blood mm-hmm. right and anakin chooses to go the other way he made a choice to walk out you know and family takes shit like that personally jason when i changed my when i got adopted and changed my last name my bi- mm-hmm. half of my biological family d d uh d owned me or whatever <laughs> they were you know like they get real Rob, there's a whole I, I, honestly dude i think it was just you no, well, that's I'm kidding. That's I'm, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. It is possible, you know. No, I'm joking. Look at me. <laughs> I'm a ghost. <laughs> yeah. Um, Will Will says Levy sounds sounds kind kind of like a hack. Le- to me, Levy sounds like somebody who likes Man. making films and shooting scenes. Might not necessarily classically perhaps didn't care didn't prioritize the film itself and maybe doesn't care about clout that's that's kind of it doesn't seem like he's a tryhard. i mean he's making fucking agent coney bank style movies at one point so i think he maybe just a dude who paid his dues and but you know if he gets the star wars movie i mean that's what he's gonna be known for forever doesn't matter what he does with any of this other stuff if you, you know, Ryan Johnson is a much better filmmaker than most of the Star Wars films that we have had in the last couple of years. And that's what he's known for. Even we'll my friends who hate The Last Jedi love the lightsaber fight in the throne room. Oh, yeah. That thing is well shot. I mean, so was, go think about I, I've that. Seen, I've seen people try and try and shit on that. And I'm just like, you're, you're a fucking moron. I, I'm not yeah, even going really to right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's a, yeah. it'd be like, like, I don't like Eddie Van Halen, but I'm not going to say he can't play guitar. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just, that would be fucking stupid. Um, I like best... his kids' albums, too, and people say he can't sing. Go figure. You know what? I like. I want to be a singer like Lou Reed, so cool. Um, Bestman Ooh. Bulletin says, I just spent the last 30 minutes on Levy's filmography. Though he works with a lot of the same actors, he doesn't usually work with the same writers for his films. Yeah, and like Steven goes on to say... He seems like a workman director. Yeah, I think so too. You hire him for these kinds of movies for families. Joe Johnston was a good workman director. He directed my favorite Marvel film, which he directed Book of Boba. And I am I am with Steven 100% on everything that he just said. That's exactly how I feel. And I I and I wish in a weird weird way that um we had been able to get like a a you know, Joe Johnston is now retired. And I wish that it like, you know, they had been able to get to Joe Johnston and let him do something with Star Wars before. I know he right. felt really burned by Disney and was publicly saying, like, basically, I don't like Disney and I don't want to work for them ever again. And that's when I knew that when that Boba Fett movie that uh, at the time became Mangold's, that's when I knew, oh, it ain't ever going to Joe Johnston because he's basically Bit of a shame. no, thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah, and and um, that's like I, I think that there's people like who like doing like the craft and do the craft well, and then I think some of those people make very competent movies. I don't care about, and that's the thing I would say about Sean Levy's um, most of his films. I don't care about them. Maybe all of his films, 
And in fact, I don't have anything against Deadpool. I don't have anything about Deadpool at all. I just don't really care about Deadpool, you know? Uh, yeah, I like the first who, movie. Who, like I have a family member movie. who like likes Deadpool a lot, and every time like it'll be like a holiday or something, the like, Deadpool comes on, and they're watching it, and and uh, you know, I see it, and I'm like, yeah, it, I, there's no reason to hate it, but I also like I don't I don't have like a I don't connect to it, you know, in any way. Well, I can tell you why my wife and a bunch of women that she she's friends with liked it because the Ryan relationship. Reynolds got a big old dick. No, because the relationship, oh. and when that goes away, it's not in the second one. Right, it's just a, no connection. Hmm. You know, and they got the relationship Ryan right. Reynolds in that big old dick, maybe could care less. You know, you like, sure? if there's no relationship. I know you that's how you, right me, now? you, me, and all my uh, gay oh. friends we think that way. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I mean, Ryan Reynolds got a big old dick. Everybody knows that. Yeah. No, I have no idea. He might have a little tight. Like Primus, right? Remember the song? Just like. Do you remember? Um, Ryan, Ryan got a big day, old day. Got a big old day. When uh, uh, Primus did Winona's Big Brown Beaver, and then like they thought it was about Winona Ryder and uh, who somebody famous. Yes, I remember this. Who was it? It was like it wasn't like Keanu Reeves or something. It was somebody. It was somebody else. They got like real mad. Johnny like, Depp. And, was Johnny was it Johnny Depp? Okay, it was yeah. Johnny Depp, yeah. Yeah, and it's like it's not even about her. And they're like, you're the one who's now saying she has a big old brown beaver. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like it was just like it was it was weird. It was it was like the Streisand effect, but on Win- Winona Ryder's vagina. It was like what? Yeah. Was, yeah. Them so thems were the days, uh, Jason. <laughs> yeah. When people actually believe Marilyn Manson was in Wonder Years, you know? No, yeah, no, they, they thought he uh, they thought he was the uh, brother on Mr. Belvedere. That was how I heard it anyway. Vaguely remember that one too. Yeah. Well, all right. I think we did it, Rob. We did we got we got a new computer. Uh the show worked. Um anything that happened was completely my fault as opposed to the computer's fault. So good work. We had Tom. Santa no Meg. I think Meg didn't like me making fun of her last show, so she took the Shit. Shit. Yeah. Oh well. well I, I, I don't go into the Temple of Doom. Okay, sorry. When I go on my Star Wars podcast, I will talk about the bad batch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We we need to we need to hire the uh, the uh, the uh, whatever whatever from uh, Temple of Doom just to harass Meg. You know, <laughs> just yeah. I want to have Meg and AI prince from the temple of doom argue with one another like, <laughs> yeah yeah the uh what are these what, are, what were they called the tiki no what were those what are those what is the cult called oh brain, um brain farting will the will cult says in, never what the thuggy oh, thuggy thuggy yeah yeah joe johnson will says joe johnson has style though he, every movie he makes has its own distinctive vibe and, yeah, yeah, uh, the Rocket Boys he, or whatever October Sky, I think it was. Yeah, October Sky was good. Yeah, he um he confirmed that we're getting that ILM docu series on Disney Plus, a season two of it. By the way, and and I, I enjoy is... his Jurassic Park three. It just needed a final battle. The ending got cut off. They should have fought that giant dinosaur at the at the very end, like Godzilla, and they just still it, the it goes second... it turns into a JJ's Lost at the very end. But so it's still weird. the second best. Hundred percent Jurassic, Jurassic movie. I by see. a long mile. Yeah. yeah, and and there's still a long mile between the first and the second best. But by yeah, 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 there's a long, by a long mile. mile but yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Disney, Disney, Dial Disney comes on Disney Plus December 1st. Uh, that's cool. That's Disney cool. Double I'm, D's. That's I, what I'm I calling it, it right now. So I kind of don't care. But uh, Messman says, I agree, Will. Johnson has his own style and flair. I'll never forget how masterly he shot the rifling through dinosaur shit, rifling through shi- dinosaur shit scene in Jurassic Park 3. Hey. <laughs> That's a that's a Jurassic Park staple. Look, if you think it's easy, go watch Godzilla, the the mm-hmm. 1997. You know what I mean? Like like what Spielberg did and what Joe Johnson did are exceptions to the rule. Most of Hollywood would have made fucking Godzilla, you know? Yeah. Or God help us, Lost in Space. If you ever had to sit through that fucking movie. Yeah, Lost. I saw Lost in Space. I saw also like yeah. Godzilla. Had the soundtrack. Had friends on the soundtrack. Fun fact. I was almost on the soundtrack. Fuck you, Puff Daddy. The Lost Puff in Daddy's, Space? Puff Daddy uh, is such a fucking asshole, dude. He just fucked so many people over back then. Uh, everybody on the um, Godzilla soundtrack were people oh. that were uh, basically getting fucked over by by Puff Daddy. Uh, I, I, but that was another idea I had, by the way. We should, do an, we should do a show, if there's no Star Wars news, about the hubris of the Phantom Menace, where we have like you McGregor quotes where he's shitting on Independence Day, they're shitting on Godzilla. Uh, it goes on and on. There's like so many. Stuff. I would love I to do would, this show. I think yes. I think the uh, hubris of the Phantom Menace theme might be a fun show. So, oh, I would love this. Yeah. All right, everybody, we're gonna go because I got a sore throat. I'm getting sick. But um, Bespin. Oh, from being sick or from sucking dick? Which one is? No. It? Oh. Um, I can't suck dick because I got a sore throat. Oh. I got a sore Damn. throat because I can't suck dick. Chicken or egg. <laughs> Oros Boros. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, it's a dick eating its own balls. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're, we're, gonna, we're done. Bye, Rob. Say I'm bye, trying Rob. to get rid of everyone, Jason. You know what right. I mean? Bye, everyone. We'll trying see you tomorrow. Bye. Everyone. Bye. bye. Spaceships.